Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today we're continuing on Once More with Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today we are doing Season 3, Episode 14, Bad, Bad Girls. Girls. Bad Girls, what you gonna do? This episode first aired February 9th, 1999, written by Douglas Petrie and directed by Michael Lange. Eddie. This is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan of the show, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, so Eddie, uh, Bad Girls, what was it like rewatching this episode for you? Uh, Yeah, I really like this episode. It's a really important episode and it's the... It, this marks the a major turning point for the arc of the season. Um, you know, you you see part of the mayor's plan, like he's become invincible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you sort building of building him up a little bit. He's sort of just been there in his Thanos yeah, chair. Yeah, you haven't really. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he's been built up, but you don't really know what his plan is. Mm-hmm. Um, this this way, you, you're getting more of an understanding that there's something big about to happen, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. Um. You know, it's also the start of the feud between Buffy and Faith. Mm, yeah. Um, and we are introduced to the new watcher, Wesley Wyndham Wesley. Price. <laughs> Couldn't think yes. of a more English sounding name, could they? No, not at <laughs> all. Wesley. Wesley Wyndham Price. Oh, what was that episode of 30 Rock when they met Wesley Snipes as <laughs> yes, an English guy? Yes, That's yep, what Wesley yep. Snipes should look like, an English yes, guy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that that was a big joke that he said. Oh, it was Michael Sheen too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was yeah Michael, Michael Sheen. Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, did you want to do the summary? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll get that out. And uh, yeah, back to it. So, while out patrolling, Buffy and Faith kill a vampire that was armed with swords, one short and one long. The next day in the school library, Buffy's new watcher, Wesley, identifies the swords as belonging to a cult of swordsmen vampires who are once led by a demon named Balthazar. Wesley instructs Buffy to retrieve an amulet that belonged to Balthazar, who he believes to be dead. That night, Buffy finds the amulet, but a group of Balthazar's vampires arrive before she can take it. Faith impulsively jumps into the vampire nest and is joined in the fight with Buffy, who finds the amulet. After handing it over to Wesley, Buffy leaves to take a school test. She repeatedly tries to tell Willow and Xander about the previous night. Faith shows up at the window and she and Buffy leave to destroy another vampire nest. Hey, girlfriend. <laughs> Exhilarated, the two go dancing at the bronze while Buffy meets up with Angel. He tells her that Balthazar is alive and looking for his amulet. When Wesley arrives, she takes the amulet from him and gives it to Angel for safekeeping. Buffy and Faith find Balthazar surrounded by his vampires, so they break into the sports equipment store to steal weapons. The police arrive and arrest him, but the two slayers break out of the car, causing it to crash and injure the police officers. The following morning, the mayor is attacked by one of Balthazar's vampires, who was foiled by Mr. Trick. Balthazar demands his minions bring him the watchers, kill the slayers, and bring him the amulet. The enemy who crippled him is about to gain ultimate power and refuses to let this come to pass. Willow presents Buffy with a protection spell and is ready to go slaying that night. But Buffy tells her that it is too dangerous and she is going with Faith instead. The two run into several vampires and stake them all. Then Alan, the mayor's human deputy, grabs Buffy so Faith stakes him too. He dies before anything could be done and the slayers scatter. 
Buffy runs into Angel, who tells her about Balthazar capturing Giles, while Faith returns to Alan's body. Balthazar questions the two Watchers as to who has his amulet. Wesley is willing to tell him, but does not know Angel's name. Angel shows up with Buffy, frees Giles, and a fight breaks out. When Balthazar captures Angel, Buffy tosses live wires into his tub of water, electrocuting him. With his dying breath, Balthazar warns them of his enemy. In his office that night, the mayor performs a ritual that makes him unable to be killed. Buffy tries to talk to Faith about Alan's death, but Faith has disposed of the body and says that she does not care. The end. Boom, boom, boom. Now, I was debating whether or not to do this in the next episode as a double episode. They're not really a double episode. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but it does it's lead... It's serialised episode. Yeah, yeah. but it is serialised uh, and it does... And it's called Consequences, funnily enough. Right, yeah. Um, and I just have a feeling I'm probably going to be talking about the same things... In the next episode. Uh, in the next episode, but... Well, can I can I bring up something? Yes. The end scene. Yeah. Uh, the silent ending. Did you notice they did that? So as soon as the episode finished, you know, usually the music kicks in straight away uh, okay. with the credits. This one didn't. Like um, it paused for like the first few moments, or the mu- the music didn't kick in. All right. So it gives that sort of dramatic. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that uh, on my second watching. It did the dramatic. Uh, Silent ending, which I've seen before in other TV shows, when something really bad happens, it's usually you know with sitcoms and stuff. It usually ends with you know people laughing and the you know the crowd audience going nuts or something. But when something bad happens, it ends in silence. And I, I can think of another uh, another TV show that did the same thing, uh, a different strokes. Yeah. So there's the infamous bicycle episode. Now I was pretty young at the time when I watched this, so I didn't really know what was going on. So uh, in this episode, Arnold, who's uh, Gary Coleman's character, and his friend, I can't remember his name, uh, they get friendly with a guy who owns a bicycle shop. And the episode ends with the bicycle shop owner taking pictures of uh, Arnold and his friend. And then he tells his friend to take his shirt off. And they and it, and it's a pretend to be like you're, a, you're Tarzan or something and like throwing a, pumping a fist up. And I remember watching this as a kid and not really thinking anything was wrong. Until the episode ended with the silence. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it yeah. was, uh, as I said, I was young. I didn't think it was any, anything, they were doing anything wrong. It was just like taking pictures. Like, okay, I'll take pictures. But it ended like that. I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> Something's all right here. It's a quite an infamous, yeah, famous, yeah, infamous yeah, yeah. Uh, episode. Uh, so the, the silent ending is always an explanation mark. There's the, the shit's sort of going down. Or, yeah, you know, this yeah. is a... With and with this Faith's last a, a, line, a, a, I don't care. Yeah, you know? and that will come back in every single. Oh, the, previously on Buffy, they will replay that clip. Well, she says, "I don't care." Yeah, I mm. think for like the next five episodes. Yeah, <laughs> quite sadistic, isn't she? Like the way she just said, "I don't care," with a big smile on her face. And yeah, and it's sort of a shame because at the like, it's a like a great start of this episode. Like you see them that they're actually becoming friends they're they're like really bonding together they've got this real camaraderie going on um and at the end she's like i don't care you know even buffy's even like being influenced like being influenced by her yeah and you can kind of if you watch the show and the clothing sorry the clothing that um buffy's wearing throughout 
and it starts off. She's in all of the like she's in all the pastels. I think she's even got like a little flower clip in her hair and her hair's up and all, all whatnot. Mm-hmm. And as it progresses, her clothes get darker. <laughs> she starts wearing leather. Yeah. Um, I think then at one stage she's in all black with her hair down. Mm. Uh, and yeah, and then yeah, so she's in like really tight clothing, and mm. then at the end she's back in her pastels. Yeah. <laughs> Does her hair get darker as well? Because I'm thinking of later seasons of Buffy, it looks like her hair's a little darker. Oh, it just gets it's always blonde, pretty much. Always blonde. Yeah. yeah. Um, just different shades of blonde. There's. 20 okay. million different shades <laughs> of blonde. You know, um, the thing that often comes up in this episode mm-hmm. yes. is the the lesbian subtext. Oh, it. really? Yes. Oh, I didn't notice any of that. Okay. No. Um, but I think it is the way that um, Eliza Dushku kind of plays it a little bit. Well, she, she's kind she of She kind of flirts. Like but I think she's one of those girls that would just flirt with everyone. Yeah. Guys and girls. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> like, she cares. Like, I don't think she cares. And I, I, and Eliza Dushku plays it that way because there's a couple of times she sort of just does these looks at Buffy like, you're the best. These <laughs> <laughs> kind of, like, yeah, looks. Um, but mostly it's probably the faux lesbian dance <laughs> in the huh? club. Well, I mean, it wasn't really lesbian-ish. Like, they're just girls dancing. I didn't see anything sexual between them per se. All I could see was Rogue and and um, and Jane. Because well, no, I like, should uh, ask you, have you seen this episode? No, I haven't seen this episode, but I've seen the dancing clip. Yeah, uh, and there's lots of parodies where it, it matches up with a X Men episode. Was it Jean Grey and it's Ro- X Men Evolution? No, it's not. It's Kitty. It's and Kitty. It's Kitty and Rogue. Kitty and Rogue dancing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm not sure which would come. Is it actually parodied, or does it just look similar? Is it just? I think it just looks similar. Yeah, because they're even <laughs> holding their hands together, and then yeah, the, yeah. But girls dance like that all the time, where they hold their hair back and stuff. And that's a thing to do, isn't it? Oh, they're sort of holding hands. Yeah, it's you know they're kind of gyrating, and yeah, I don't know. It's often done in subtext. I don't think it was meant to be done that way, but it was played that way. You know, Faith is the loose cannon. She has trust issues um, mm. and she enjoys slaying, you know, just a little little too much. Um, and, but so far she's been fighting on the right side. Yeah. Um, but at this point she's been neglected, used and abused by everyone around her. Um, what, what, in a show or like in, a, in previous... Well, she, I think you kind of find out, like, you know. Because um, well, I haven't she seen sort of, She sort of talked about all these ex-boyfriends. You've seen her try to talk to Buffy about it. Um, you know that her mum's dead and her, her parents are dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she's on her own. Her watcher got killed, in, like, killed quite brutally in front of her. Mm. Um, then you had Gwendolyn and Gwendolyn Post kind of use her. Yeah. So, you know, you sort of have the repercussions of what happened in Revelations. What, what happened in Re- Revelations? That's the one with Gwendolyn Post. Yeah, and what happened? Um, Xander pretty much points Faith in Angel's direction to kill oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To go kill him. Yeah. But doesn't really tell him that he has a soul or anything. He just... Yeah, doesn't tell her Just anything. tells her enough. Yeah. Like, doesn't tell her the whole truth. Just yeah. enough. To incite her, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that so so that she would. Yeah, go I and guess try you're right. To... She has sort of been used by people around her. I was 
thinking maybe this is like... But also neglected. Like, no one is looking after her. Well, haven't they sort of tried to... No, they haven't. And everyone's just like, oh, yeah, I guess she's, you know, she's put up that tough, that tough exterior that she's happy to be independent Mm. and alone. Um, but no one's really tried to say, hey, do you do you want to not live in that dirtbag motel and wash your knickers in the sink? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Like why, you know, Buffy's house has I a like spare. I like that. Yeah. Well, like Buffy's house has a spare room. Why isn't she living there with Buffy? Mm. Giles, um, surely he should have taken her in at some point, but he, he hasn't seemed to take on her as much of a slate. Like you see, you see him training with Buffy, you barely mm. see, you see him training with Faith. Mm. Um, and that also comes down to what ends up happening in that alleyway. Now in a workplace, any workplace, yes. and a lot of people put this, you know, they go on about Faith being, you know, she's all reckless and blah, blah, blah and that. But there has been absolutely no one reining her in. Mm, at all. Yeah. There's been no watch or reining her in. There is, has been no one training her. In every workplace you need someone training you. You know, she's kind of acting like she knows it all. Yeah. Which can also be a bit dangerous. I've come across that in my workplace. People thinking that they know it all and then, you know, ruining a $100,000 job. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like I've come across it and it all does come down to Training and mentoring as well. I think that yes. that's the important part: the mentor, the guide of what you, what you should do, and yeah. what you are capable of. You and know. as I said, she has been mm. neglected. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. So no one has reined her in. So you, you can say that yeah, she's reckless and whatever. She's only fifteen. Is she yeah, 15, she's 16? meant to only be fifteen, sixteen years old. She's how, younger. How did she get Buffy. into the bronze? <laughs> yeah, isn't the drinking age? Oh of no, 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 no! Like the bronzes are all ages. Play club or something. Oh, know. do they have that? With I thought. Oh, that's weird. No, well, they, ha- they would have to. Ha- they would have to have it like that. But everyone's drinking in there, though, isn't? Oh, they're they? drinking coffee and soda. Yeah, they're not. Well, are they they're serving not drinking, alcohol there? They are serving alcohol there. Oh, okay, but well, isn't that a licensed premise? So you have 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 to have people over a certain age. Then I. It's imagine. also a dive of a place in like the bad part of town. Okay. All right. <laughs> So assuming they're not operating with health regulations <laughs> has, and stuff, that okay. Has, that has a fumigation party where that where you capture cockroaches to oh, get drinks. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's like I don't know, but America must have like if your drinking age is twenty one, my clubbing days were mostly when I was eighteen. So yeah, true. Like early, early teens, early twenties. Mm, yeah. Um. But that's from state to state too. I think maybe some states have different ages maybe. Oh, I, I thought it was... It's all 21? I thought it was Someone all 21. Someone tell us. 20, 21 for a drinking age is ridiculous. Yeah. You can get a gun like <laughs> at the age of 12. So... <laughs> yes. I don't know. Europe, is, if you can hold it, you can drink <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's the other thing is I have heard like other podcasts and theories and whatnot, um, people saying that um, this is what happens when Slayers let the power get to their heads. Mm, I think I saw that. I I, I could agree with that, yeah. That could be just one of the accumulating reasons of where she is. The the neglect, it comes down to being being neglected, as you said, and being 
And neglect is also like people often forget that because there is a lot of power that she does wield. So a fifteen-year-old girl is probably going to abuse it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, and she's been neglect. Like neglect is a form of abuse as mm. well. <laughs> so is she working? Or how is she paying it? Well, obviously she's doing crime to doing things on the on the side. <laughs> no, no. It looks like she's well. She robs that store. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. She does yeah. the want take have. Yeah, want take have. <laughs> <laughs> she has that little want take one, two, care. three. Um, so obviously she's doing, you know, she's stealing or whatnot to get by and just taking what she wants. Absolutely, yeah. But again, that's what she's been left to do. Mm-hmm. Like there hasn't been anyone there to support her or yeah. help her. Yeah. So what else is she going to do? What are you going to do when someone has that much power um, and no parental figure? Get your mother, that's, why, uh, that's what I thought the Watchers Council were meant to be. They're meant to yeah. be a pr- parental figure. Well, not, well, actually, they're not meant to be a parental figure. They're just meant to be superior figure. <laughs> um, and let's talk about, moving on, yes. we'll talk about Wesley Wyndham Price. Wesley Wyndham Price, yes. Now, he is only in this season of Buffy. So he's only right. really in it till the end of the season. But he does go on to Angel. Yeah. And he is a major player in Angel and has a pretty eventful arc. <laughs> yeah, I, I have seen bits of him in the uh, in Angel and he's not the English dweeb that you see him in his first episode. <laughs> so yes. he definitely does have a lot of character growth between you know this point and when he goes to Angel. Yeah, and he is just... And I think he's even even badder than Giles from memory. Yeah, like, so I was going to talk about this episode does deal with shadow selves. Mm. Um, and, you know, with, you know, Buffy sort of embracing her darker Slayer side. Mm-hmm. And, but you've also got Giles and Wesley. And... Wesley, like Giles, comes off as Ripper in this next to Wesley. Yeah, <laughs> like his 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 um sassing the the bad guy Balthazar, <laughs> saying, "Just kill me now if you want me to, you know, reach reach your hard to get places or something." In the past. <laughs> like he's wise cracking. Yeah. He's, you know, is that kind of like your first day at work and last day at work almost? <laughs> yes, the, yeah. The, the uh, polarizing between those two. <laughs> yes, yes. Your yes. first day, you're all happy and giddyish and. Eager and at the end of it, I'll yeah, just uh, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just get over and done with. Yeah, you could almost do that photo of him at the start of Buffy to the end of Angel, <laughs> like, mm. the, like what he looks like at the end of Angel. Um, yeah, and you'd be like, oh god, <laughs> mm. what happened there? Even did the synchronized um, glasses cleaning as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that that was, but yeah. It, but you know, he eventually does turn into Ripper, pretty much. Hmm. Like, um, and in this, Giles is looking like Ripper. He is hmm. looking like the pompous. And then, yeah, there's sort of this reversal that yeah. will eventually happen. And that, they really geek up that actor too, because oh my god, because Alexis Denisov is actually a really good-looking guy. Yeah. Um, and I have to go in about this as as the story goes. Um, on set, both Alison Hannigan and Charisma Carpenter were vying for his affections and both had asked him out on dates. Wow. <laughs> and he said no to both of them. For a while. <laughs> Wait, I haven't finished. <laughs> yeah. Because he said he doesn't date co-workers. Fair enough. It's... So 
he ends up working on Angel, which, as you know, Charisma Carpenter goes on to work on Angel. Oh. Um, but he does, rem- you know, he's remained friends with Alison and they are now, of course, married. With still happily married, yeah. Still happily married with two kids and they do that adorable thing at Halloween where they dress, they do like the family-themed <laughs> dress-ups. <laughs> well, they dress up as the characters from Buffy or? No, no, oh. they, they dress up as all different, you know, like say The Wizard of Oz and they dress up as oh, characters okay. from The Wizard of Oz. And yeah. I think one year that they were kangaroos and then I think their kids aren't very far apart. Hmm. They both had pouches with the babies in them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they do a lot of those matching. Hmm. And she's not acting much these days, is she? She's well, pretty she much- did. Well, she did um, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, that finished some time ago. Uh, no, she was doing that Penn and Teller. Tell a lie. Oh, uh, no. Full, Full us. us. Yeah. yeah, she was hosting that for a yeah. while. Um, but, yeah, I think then after she's been working since she was like seven, mm. I think she just decided to take a bit of a break. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good on her. She's done enough. Yeah. But I don't know. She's probably one of the more successful people from... Yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, Buffy? Uh, uh, apart from David Borealis. <laughs> <laughs> Aurora Borealis. Aurora Borealis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, he's also had quite a few. So that show shows. Bones finished a while ago, didn't it? Yeah, or? but he's in that. He's got a new, that Seal. Seal one? Team 6 or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's currently airing. So he's just gone from show to show to show. All right, yeah. And he's still looking pretty damn Yeah. good. Have you seen that video yeah. of him? Darren. Oh, <laughs> No. Um, yeah, and it still bothers me that they've only sent one watcher. <laughs> Just one. Yeah. Like, well, they're why? aware of that. I oh, know. Yeah, I know. These people also, seem well, competent. Also, what I think sets Buffy off on this um, little dark side whirlwind tour that she does uh, is the fact that Wesley's really underqualified <laughs> to be a watcher. Yeah. Um, well, he's fresh off the boat, isn't he? So. Yeah, and he he... Puts her life in danger pretty quickly. Mm. Yeah. Like going on about, oh, no, that that he's dead. I told you he's dead. He's dead. And she's like, well, obviously he's not. Mm. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it is that thing where Wesley comes in to replace Giles and tries to assert his authority and, and expecting both the Slayers to just take his orders without any... Yeah. Real world experience. The first five minutes he's been there. Yeah. He's dishing out orders. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just you like, You son yeah. of a bitch. Yeah. You know, him going on, you know, about, you know, he's, he's fought two, two vampires under... Controlled circumstances. Controlled circumstances. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, he has this arrogance about him. Mm. Um, he's sort of this arrogant, pompous... Wesley at this straight point. Out of, straight out of uni and uh, knows it all. Yes. Yeah. Know those, I've known those <laughs> people yeah. before. Um, or they think they know them all. Um, now, did you have a rabbit hole or anything that you went down this, this week? I did. So I went down the little rabbit hole about a person called George Harrison. Now, how did you get there? So the video clip of I Got My Mind Set On You, we all know this song. Now there's actually two versions of this video clip Um, and the first version, version one, has a couple of uh, uh, 
a couple of kids like in a, an amusement thing, like playing playing some video games, whatever. And as you can see, one of the guys, it's Wesley. Oh my god! <laughs> there he is. <laughs> and he's all like, um, he's so pretty. <laughs> Yeah, he's all like greased it up and stuff, like yeah, greased the a, denim. He's, 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 he looks like Ripper, like with the white shirt yeah, and yeah. jeans. Yeah, his first ever credit. <laughs> the video clip of uh, George Harrison's "I Got My Mind Set on You." And he's very, very pretty. Yeah, yeah, he's looking, he's looking pretty spunky in that one. Very, very early nineties, pretty boy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just uh, I know, uh, I mean, the Beatles probably deserve their own podcast. I'm sure there are other Beatles ones out there who could probably do a better. A uh, bit of summary that I can get, but I'll, I was just really reading more about George Harrison. Um, but just on the Beatles, though, just quickly, I mean, I'll talk about an influential band. I mean, for the short amount of time that they were around, they were only around for 10 years. Um, and the interesting thing to note is the albums that they made. So this is under some conjecture because although they, there's officially about 12 or 13 albums, some of them were like... Fr- released differently in America with different tracks on it. Okay. So that that's kind of the confusing part. Like they sometimes did that when they released an album in the UK, they would release one in uh the US but with an even a different cover and different some different songs on it. Mm. So whether you could debate it's the same album or not. But um that was something they yeah apparently did. So for ten years they released you know over nearly a dozen albums. Unbelievable. Uh, and would go down in history as the greatest rock band. But uh, George Harrison, the quiet one. <laughs> is that true? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, yeah, just he, he just he was probably obviously wasn't the most successful Beatle, uh, but they all had pretty successful uh, careers once they finished. Um, obviously, Paul and um, John. I would probably say Paul probably had a, a slightly. Uh, more successful career, I think. Maybe because John Lennon Possibly died. because he died, yeah. Um, and he didn't write too many good songs, but uh, but they all wrote good songs. Uh, and and uh, George Harrison, uh, a super group that he joined as well. Do you know about the super group he was, he was in? No. Yeah, so he, he uh, formed a super group, uh, the Travelling Wilburys. Never heard of this. So you want to talk about the lineup of this? You had... George Harrison, Tom Petty, oh, yeah. Roy Orbison, wow, and Bob Dylan. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. a pretty good lineup. Yeah, um, surprised I haven't heard of this. <laughs> yeah, you've heard their song. Um, this is probably one of the most famous songs. This song? No, you never heard this song. Oh, hang on, I with need, care. need to hear a bit more of it. That's George Harrison singing. Yeah, don't recognise it? Oh no, I've heard oh, it. Okay, I just yeah. I just thought it was a Bob Dylan song. Oh. Yeah, well that's George Harrison singing, but uh I'm not sure about Roy Orbison, like maybe he only did a few songs with him because I think he died like not long after they formed. Well, that's him, Roy Orbison. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's it's a pretty good songs actually. Uh, for a super group, they don't do that well. No, they don't do yeah. that. Yeah. But then when they do well, they do really well. I think like 
That's about the only one that I can think of was like Temple of the Dog. <laughs> uh, Audio Slave is our Soundgarden sound and Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. What's Prophets of Rage then? Oh, uh, that was like a three-way. That was that was Rage Against the Machine. Uh, the guy from NWA, I think. I can't really think of his name. And a guy from Cypress Hill. And a DJ from maybe another band. I can't think. Run DMC. Oh, the Run DMC guy, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was a... And uh, yeah, they only made one album and that was it. They're all out. <laughs> <laughs> Got to see them though. It was a good, good concert actually. Mixed in with some Rage Against the Machine songs and some... And some of the uh, um, Cypress Hill songs, you know, got the hits from the bong. <laughs> What's that, Daddy? <laughs> uh, yeah, but so George Harrison, uh, yeah, he, he released a dozen albums too, too on his own. Um, not as successful as possibly other bands, but um, yeah. Um, and he's been dead for 20 years now. So Oh. Yeah, he was only 57 when he passed away. He was actually quite young, surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. So George Harrison, we all know him. You love him. Go check it out. <laughs> That's an order. All right. Back to talking about Buffy. Ben. Back to talking about Buffy. Are we doing the questions? Um, I was just going to bring up a few more points. Yes. At the end, the, like, so the confusion around this episode is, mm-hmm. did you know that it was the mayor that had injured Balthazar, had killed Balthazar? Uh, I sort of got that, Yeah. 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 And that w- the enemy he's talking about is is, is the mayor. Yeah, is the mayor, um, and the reason why Alan was in the the alleyway. Yeah, what? Yeah, what was he doing there? He was looking for Buffy. Right, so he was trying to thwart the the mayor. Yes. Yeah, uh, is that confirmed? I mean, there was no indication that was going to happen. Uh, he had also let that vampire into the mayor's office. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And he was. Going to go to Buffy. To That's why I was looking was so nervous on. the whole time. I just figured he's just one of those nervous guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's. It, it's not. You know, it's not spelt out. So I thought I'd. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and that that scene where how Buffy knows it's a human and Faith doesn't. Yeah. I know. She didn't even pause. Like yeah. the guy was obviously scared, and he hurt himself when he fell to the ground and he wasn't doing the vamp face or anything and mm. she just like you know just still stabbed him yeah yeah and as i said again that probably would have come down to training yes training and yeah. reining things in yep absolutely being aware of your surroundings you idiot <laughs> yeah but the fact that buffy realizes hmm. and there is plenty of time for faith to stop but if you see the way that they were fighting that's the way that they were fighting because Buffy is the one that throws him yeah. and then Faith stakes him. But that's the way that they were working together. Yeah, that was their, that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tag team. Yeah, they're doing this tag yeah. team thing. So, hmm. yeah, anyway. Um, let's go to question time. Answer the question. All right, Jared. Which character was your favourite? I like Faith. Yeah, Faith. <laughs> yeah, Faith. Faith. Gotta yeah. have Faith. Faith, Faith. Um, which character do you love to hate? Uh, Balthazar was quite Aww. a gross character. He was very um, Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Moisturise. Moisturise. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. 
Moisturise. <laughs> yeah. So what, how was he injured? What, what happened to him? Um, something. The mayor did something to him. So he was meant to be a vampire? Was he... he was not a vampire. Oh. He was a demon. Uh, so, uh, Balthazar. Now, is that a demon? I've heard that name before. It's, another, that just a... it's often used as, yeah, for, for demons. And yeah. Wasn't there a Balthazar in... There was a Balthazar in Charmed. Charmed. Oh, is that the Aussie guy? Yes. Balthazar? Yes. So this is always just a, a demon. Cole. Cole, yeah. <laughs> Um, is he just some head honcho minion oh, or something? Feeling, I have a feeling it might be something in the Bible okay, where yeah. there's a bad person called Balthazar. Yeah. Right. Or like an angel or something called Balthazar. Or hmm. Yeah, mine is definitely pompous, snivelling, arrogant, Weasley, <laughs> Wesley. Weasley, Wesley. <laughs> Wesley Wyndham Price. Yeah. At your service. Oh, God. Ugh. Go make some tea. Um. You know, I'm waiting for him to become like he does get better, but yeah. it's a while. Yet. It's a long slog. It's a long slog, and he's going to be on the hate list for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and he's he's pretty pathetic. I think that's the thing. He's really pathetic. There's no air of um, confidence at all. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, what was the most memorable fight scene? I think that final fight at the end was. Uh, there's actually a few fight there's a, scenes. There's a lot of yeah. fight scenes, and in I, this I one. really couldn't. I suppose the final one was probably the most intense. Uh, yeah. The other ones are still pretty good, though. I thought the yeah. choreography is really good with the uh, they do with the stunt people. Yeah, uh, it's done really well. Like a, it almost looks like a Hong Kong action. Yeah, you know, yeah. just little snippets of it. I mean, it's nothing like it, but uh, they yeah. even do a little speeding up it, of the. I uh, think of it the even video. gets. I think it even gets better as the show goes along. As well. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, mine has to. So, whenever I think of this episode, I actually always think of the fight scene where they bust into the, the, the vampire nest. Yeah. In the daylight. And it's just them with the stake. Like, they bust through the window. Yeah. <laughs> whatever it is with the stakes up. You don't even really see much of the fight. And that just cuts to the bronze and them dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that's generally what I think of mm. when I think of this episode is that scene. Yeah. So it's the hero's ent- entry sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So LOL moment. Um, I was just thinking one just popped into my head where Buffy sees Angel at, at the bronze and she full on jumps on him and wraps her legs around. Yeah, him. The, the full mount. Yeah, the jump mount. That the jump she does. mount that she does. And he's like, oh, you made some friends. Yeah. Oh, then I like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the one I did put down was when Wesley was introducing himself and he's babbling <laughs> on. No, when, he f- when she first meets him, she's like, is he evil? Yes. And he starts babbling on about whatever he's talking about. And Gwendolyn Price and she says, is he evil? Is he, is he evil? <laughs> and Giles is just like, not in the strictest sense of the word. Yeah. And then I think even Faith asked, oh, is he evil? <laughs> yeah, no. He's like, she's like, new watcher. You watcher, I'm out of here. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Um, yeah, I have to say that when Giles and him both sit down cleaning their glasses at the same time. In unison, yeah. Yeah. And the way that like Giles almost looks at himself in disgust when he does it. I'm like, I wonder if they, te- they teach that at watcher school. <laughs> Glass cleaning 101. <laughs> Glass cleaning 101. Yeah. Pass with flying colours. Yeah. But that look of he's almost disgusted with himself that he has anything in common with Wesley. Hmm. 
Um, but also the Wesley big noting himself to Giles. Yeah. Um, and going, I have in fact faced two vampires myself under controlled circumstances. And Giles is like, well, no danger of finding those here. And he's like, what do you mean, vampire like vampires? And Giles is like, no, controlled circumstances. Controlled. <laughs> sure. Um, favorite scene. Do I need to tell you? Um, no, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the dance it's scene. It's the dancing scene. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. My, I would have said the dance Hello, scene. Hello, cutie pie. The dance scene and then jump mounting. The jump mount, yeah. <laughs> jump mounting. Quite quirky, um, wasn't she? And also the um but I actually have down as my favorite scene is Faith stealing Buffy out of the chem test through the window and she does that little love heart. <laughs> <laughs> like she, she blow like does the Oh, little, is that is that blowing into the uh, the lesbian undertones, is it? Undertones. Subtext. Subtext. Yes. But yeah, she does that little hmm. She blows on the window, draws a little love heart, and is like, I need to steal you away. Hmm. Where was the teacher? I don't know. It was a test. And they're just like, we're on the honour system. I'm like, who does an honour system test? That's the whole point of the test, isn't it? So you know they're not cheating. Yeah, I don't know. Somehow the teachers at the school obviously oh. aren't very good. Yes. No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> All the best ones are dead. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely scrape the bottom of the barrel when it comes yeah. to teachers. Hard to get placement there. Yeah. Um, okay. Least favourite scene. Xander rambling about college, that scene. Oh, yeah. 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 I have to give it that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with when they get caught by the police. Okay, yeah. Because, again, they're just being a bit reckless. Mm. <laughs> like, wouldn't you just get in there and get out as quickly as Play- possible? Police got there pretty quickly, yeah. Yeah, and the whole thing was is that Buffy wanted to go back to the library to get weapons. Yeah, well, they have plenty of weapons. Yeah. And decent weapons, not a bow and arrow. Yeah. What the hell was she going to do with a bow and arrow? Exactly. She didn't know how to use it. Yeah. And she didn't even use it in the end. She just stabbed it with the arrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and the whole thing was is that they end, like, they could have taken care of it that night hmm. if they had gone back to the library to get their weapons, yeah. come back, been sensible about it, got it over and done with. But no. No. She, they decide to go and then they wait the next day. So another day passes before they go back there. So Guy's in a hot tub, so he's not exactly going anywhere. There's no rush. Yeah. But yeah. Reckless. Want, want take, have. Anyway, um, which brings us to favourite quotes. Uh, between Wesley and Giles, uh, Wesley uh, remarks, you're not helping. And Giles replies with, I know. I feel just sick about it. <laughs> yeah, I have one that I often use during everyday life and it's Buffy going, whenever Giles sends me on a mission, he always says, please, and afterwards I get a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> but I often do mm-hmm. that when people tell me to do something and I'm like, do I get a cookie? <laughs> you might get a shortbread or a Tim Tam. <laughs> You love Tim Tams, don't you? I do like Tim Tams. Um, best Cordelia freakout moment. I have the feeling maybe we need to take this question out. Like she's not yet. She, not, not yet. yet. Oh, no, no, I, I feel like end she's of the season. No, look, she does get another little arc to herself. So yeah, we're still like ten episodes away. So <laughs> I don't know. She's barely been in it, really. Yeah. So, so she only had the one scene. 
in the yeah. so she came in to antagonize pretty much she does this a lot she will just come in to antagonize Xander and the rest of the gang too she sort of puts everyone down again almost anyway you have to understand that there's a reason why she's doing that mm-hmm. um but also remember that she goes on to be on Angel mm-hmm. but remember yes. she is a rich little uh brat from Sunnydale vapid whore yeah <laughs> But, you know, she's spoiled. Like, yeah. but, you know, she should be... Why is she in Angel? How does she get to Angel? Something has to happen f- in order for her to right. end up working for Angel. So, you've got to think about it that way. All right. Okay. So, that's what I'm saying. I'm not taking that question out yet. All right. Also, a lot of her little snarky remarks are actually really funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've got... That's so cute. Planning life as a loser. Most people just turn out that way. But you're really taking charge. But you, did you get the other one that she said? Oh, I just said that scene where yeah, she just... Well, it was really the only, the only scene she had, so... Yeah, all right. It was a bit of a Cordelia light episode, but don't think that you could have really had her doing much. Like, to be honest, it was pretty light on... Well, the cast has gotten a bit bigger now, so it's hard to... Uh, it's going to be hard to sort but of have fo- it in Okay, the but episodes. the episode was very focused on... Buffy and Faith. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying with this ensemble cast getting bigger, it's hard to have Yeah, characters. and now we've also added in... I and mean, now we've got another character, yeah. Now they've added in Wesley. Yeah. We've also got the mayor, like he's going to be become... Like those kind of scenes with the mayor are beco- going to become more frequent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, who gets the wooden spoon? I said Balthazar. Yeah, I had Balthazar and his hot tub soup. Yeah. And that water looked like you'd get a yeast infection Ooh, from gross, it. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Mm. Imagine them filming that. Like that actor would have to sit in that big suit. Oh, and it would have been that latex, which already smells mm. like that. That substance has this hor- horrendous smell to it already. Yeah. And then having to <laughs> sit, sit in in that in water for hours on end, I'd imagine. Oh god. Yeah. Like, I was surprised it wasn't cloudy. <laughs> it wasn't cloudy water. Yeah. It was like tea or something that they're pouring on him. Um, yeah, I had the same same thing. Uh, who's the MVP of the episode? I said Faith. Can you elaborate? Elaborate? Because um, it, it's Faith. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, Buffy. She kills a guy. She killed a guy. Yeah, she didn't mean Recklessly. to. But she hid the body, so it's okay. <laughs> or dispose of the body in the meat grinder. I went with Angel because he kind of saves the day. He's the one who tells her where Balthazar is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What he's after. and Yeah. yeah. Um, hides the amulet properly. And yeah. And should have been electrocuted, by the way, because uh, Balthazar was touching him when he was getting electrocuted. So yes. it should have gone through him as well. Yes. But he's yes. also a vampire. I don't know if vampires can die from electrocution. No, that's a good That's what I was actually wondering. So I thought Balthazar was meant to be some sort of vampire. No, or he's something. not a vampire. He was no. also in a big tub of water. Yeah. On the ground. Actually, probably nothing would have happened, really, to be honest. We've done the trick where you put the. If you have a. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't say. Give people. But this is a TV show. And oh, the way right. that electricity works in TV shows is, is if there was water. Okay. I seen an inspector do a test where he got a bin full of water, plastic bin, got a little hair dryer, put it in the water, it was still working, and stuck his hand in there. And nothing happened. 
Okay. Yeah. So you're saying if I'm in a if I try to kill myself by throwing a toaster in the no, because you would probably have uh, the metal taps that are there. So if you touch those, that'll complete the circuit. Oh, okay. So if you're not touching the faucet or anything like that, uh, although I think the drown, drown pipe will be the down pipe will be in plastic. So, that, but if you touch the faucets, that's when you get uh, electrocuted. Okay. Yeah, it's got to complete the circuit. Okay, but that's not how electricity works on in TV movies, no. shows and movies. It doesn't Jared. usually kill you; it just makes your hair go up and fuzzy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and make funny noises. And your skin, and you just get like little dark patches on your skin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in this case, little red patches. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you rate this episode out of ten? I gave it six stakes to a human heart. I went eight out of ten faux lesbian sexy dancers. Faux lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, have you got anything else? Um, uh, no, not really. I think that's it. Is it? We done? Are we done? I think we're done. All right. Well, I am going to. Start this off, or end this off. Well, great episode, Eddie. I enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed listening to us. I hope you're watching Buffy with me. Uh, I'm getting through these. Uh, It's all right, I guess. But uh, Eddie, where can you find us? Uh, You can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group, and you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And be sure to like, share, subscribe. Catch our episode next week. Catch ya. Bye. Bye.